0: Hi, I'm Denise Bailey,
1: and I'm Dr. Monica Parker,
0: and you're listening to My Parents Are Now My Kids, a medical doctor's view and daughter's journey through memory loss and other dementias.
1: As a doctor, I'll help you navigate through the often confusing, confounding, and frequently frustrating technical aspects of dementia.
0: And as a daughter, I'll share with you some things I've experienced caring for and loving my parents who both struggled with these disorders.
1: We want you to have hope and to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel.
0: And we'll tell you that sometimes that light is coming straight at you and you just have to get out of the way. Let's get started. We now pick up where we left off with our discussion on our last podcast. So, Dr. Monica, what are some of the up-to-date websites that our listeners can get clinical information?
1: Because I'm a scientist and I want people to get evidence-based medicine, I'm going to refer people to the governmental websites, like the National Institutes of Health, National Institutes of Aging websites, as it relates to any particular disease process, or even the CDC's website to get the most up-to-date information about things like COVID or any kind of public health problem. I think it's very important for American citizens to get in the habit of consulting our governmental documents and governmental agencies for information. Specialty websites are going to have updates, but A lot of times, as it relates to health care, for example, Medicare is only going to pay for certain things, not everything that we advocate or we talk about in terms of health. And it's important that you know what they're going to pay for. So consult the CMS Medicare uh, website. I think it's medicare.gov website to understand what um, changes, excuse me, there might be for Medicare payment. Uh, for healthcare information, depending upon what the entity is, National Institutes of Health, National Institute of Aging has a lot of information about brain dysfunction and dementia. Uh, National Institutes of Health, cancer. Preface everything with National Institutes of Health and then put in whatever the disease process is and they will refer you to a governmental website. And the reason I'm saying that is because you need to know how the government views whatever it is you're looking at. You might say, well, they said I could have. Well, if you go to the CMS website, you might find that the government advocates that, but doesn't pay for it.
0: Perfect. So lastly, um, one of the websites I looked at was something called the thesimpledollar.com. Now, I know it's not something you advocate, and it's not um, government, but we're going to talk about this in a future podcast. I've been saying this, but as a caregiver, I need to know how to pay for my mother's care (laughs) and, and how to figure that out. And I found this website and it gives a lot of good information about how it breaks down. If you're in the United States, uh, costs of specialty care homes whether it's assisted living or uh, just a rehab facility and it breaks it down and it tells you some of the things you need to get in place because it's very important to know how to care for your loved ones and how to pay for it that's really important
1: i think that's an excellent topic and one of the things that i do want you to appreciate is that governmental benefits pay for very limited amounts of care outside of a hospitalization. Some people say, well, I've got Medicare and Medicare should pay for this and pay for that. Medicare does not. Most custodial care, the care that most of us do on a daily basis for our loved ones, fixing meals, getting them dressed, getting them bathed, that is not covered by Medicare unless you're what we call dual eligible and you have medicaid and depending upon what county you live in they may not have the resources to send in a health care aid that's what they call them to come in and help you bathe that person and get them up for the most part those are going to be out of pocket expenses and now that gets me to another thing You talked about assisted living when you hear the term assisted living That is not a governmental, that is not an insurance product. Assisted living is strictly an out-of-pocket expense. So if the person has a monthly stipend or governmental check, that governmental check can be used to pay for that, but there's not an insurance that pays for it. Now, do you have long-term care insurance? Most people do not have a long-term care insurance that pays for assisted living. There are benefits if you're a veteran that you may be able to access along those lines. Now, what's the difference between assisted living, nursing home, and personal care homes? Personal care homes are, again, private pay, but they're not necessarily regulated. They're not governmentally regulated. They have to be registered, but it's maybe like a house down the street from you, maybe a three-bedroom House, but they may be taking care of three or six people in that house. But that's all. But somebody opens up their home and says, "I'm going to take care of old people." That's a personal care home. Again, that is a private pay thing, and people who are in that are generally paying out of pocket for that kind of care. Nursing care is generally paid for by insurance, if you meet criterion to stay there. Um, You have to meet criteria for a long-term care bed. I have an aunt who has dementia. She's a service-connected veteran. Well, the VA, unlike a lot of insurances, for their service-connected veterans, she's over 90 and she needs care and she can't live by herself. So she's eligible for their housing allowance for her housing to be paid for in a skilled nursing facility okay that's a government but that's not available to everybody
0: right right wow well that's a lot of good information today um it's a new year it's a new normal and we have to find a lot of this information online and um so we talked about several websites where we can find out this information and it sounds like uh talking about um, assisted living or whatever it's covered, you can find this on Medicare.gov. On Medicare, yes. You can find this on Medicare.gov. Okay. Well, some good information, Dr. Monica.
1: Thank you, Denise. I'm glad I could help.
0: Please visit our Twitter page, MPMK at Podcast, and our Instagram page, My Parents Are Now My Kids. See you next time.